This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 258 with Gerald Salente. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, I'm joined by Gerald Salente from the Trends Research Institute to discuss the top trends of 2018. Mr. Gerald Salente is a pioneer trend strategist, and he founded the Trends Research Institute in 1980. He is the author of the national bestseller Trends 2000 and Trend Tracking far better than Megatrends, and the publisher of the internationally distributed quarterly Trends Journal. For more than three decades, Mr. Salente has built his reputation as a fearless teller of the truth, an accurate forecaster, and an analyst whose expertise crosses many arenas, from economics to politics, from health to science, and more. Most important, Mr. Salente is a political atheist, unencumbered by political dogma, rigid ideology, or conventional wisdom, Mr. Salente, whose motto is, think for yourself, observes and analyzes the current events forming future trends, seeing them for what they are, not as what he liked them to be. As a doctor who gives his diagnosis after gathering the facts, whether or not you like him, the prognosis doesn't alter the outcome. It's simply what is. And while Mr. Salente holds a U.S. passport, he considers himself to be a citizen of the world. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. Are you interested in real estate investing but don't know where to start? Join Ops Properties as the premier provider of turnkey lease option investment properties. With their proven system, you can have cash flow within 30 days. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Joining me is Mr. Gerald Salente from the Trends Research Institute. There's many ways that you can look at what's coming ahead and analyze uh, what the year holds for us. There's a, there's a lot of fake news out there, or you can see a history before it happens looking at uh, the top trends for 2018 put out by the Trends Research Institute. Mr. Salente, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. What a year we've had in uh, 2017, closing that out. We're headed into the new year. Uh, was there a couple of uh, trends and strong trends uh, that uh, happened in 2017 uh, that you are keeping an eye on to continue into 2018? Well, one of them was, you know, we forecast the Trump rally right after he got elected. And uh, we believe that's going to continue. 
the markets are way overvalued. The price earnings ratios, according to some indexes, are pre-1929 crash and pre-dot-com crash. So the valuations are extremely high. We do expect a uh, pullback of sorts. There'll be a correction at some point. But overall, because of the policies that are giving more money back to corporations and that will continue to infuse stock buybacks, uh, we believe the markets will continue to go up. And uh, absent, of course, a wild card event, and that's a whole nother story because that could well happen coming out of the Middle East, particularly with the anti-Iranian rhetoric that keeps heating up in the United States, Israel, and Saudi Arabia. So it looks like they have Iran on their um, on their target sites. And we're not concerned about North Korea at all, because if the United States attacks North Korea, say goodbye to South Korea. Uh, Seoul, South Korea, for example, has a metropolitan area, uh, a population, of about 24 million people, and they're about 35 miles from the North Korean border. So they're not going to do anything to North Korea. But we're very concerned about what's going on in the Middle East with the Yemen war, uh, with um, Saudi Arabia, again, Israel, and, uh, and the United States. So if something like that can really, if that happens, you're going to see the markets worldwide probably crash. You'll see oil prices, which are now, you know, back into the high 60s, uh, go well past 100. And that will stop any economic growth around the world. Staying on the Middle East for a second, uh, do the U.S. and uh, their allies, uh, do they hand out this playbook, this specific playbook? Because uh, it's <laughs> it's the same it's the same story over and over. We saw it in Ukraine. Uh, we, I mean, pick your country, right? Uh, Iraq, Yemen, as you mentioned, Libya, Syria. It seems that the destabilization playbook is uh, is a is a recipe that they continue to use over and over. Yeah, just sick people. I mean, that's you psychopaths and sociopaths. And I hear it. You know, when people comment. Well, I'll make a comment about Iran. And they'll say, well, they overthrew that guy, Mosadegh, because he was a commie. You know, mind your own business. <laughs> so what? And he wasn't, by the way, this past, uh, last summer, um, they, they came out with the CIA documents of the overthrow of Mosadegh between the CIA and the MI6 of the UK. It's there for anybody to read. And Winston, may he rot in hell, Churchill, a slimy little boy with a bad attitude that people love. Yeah, that little clown of a nothing. There's his words over there saying we need the Iranian oil. Because what Iran did was they, under Mosaddegh, he had the nerve to say that that oil belonged to the Iranian people and not Anglo-Iranian oil, better known today as BP. So that was the cause of, of the overthrow. But these are only facts. And then, of course, the United States didn't want to get involved in the beginning. But another little piece of crap, may he rot in hell, Kermit Roosevelt, uh, Theodore Roosevelt's grandson, maybe Kermit the Frog, you know. This is the guy in the CIA, after the CIA said when they first tried the coup against Mosaddegh and it didn't work, they said to abandon it, he kept it going. And then they came up with a fake story 
that Mossadegh was aligning himself with the communists. So then all people could see is the what happened in 1979 with the overthrow of the dictator Shah. And that's as far as their memory goes back. So to answer your question, you got six son of a bitches that people call their politicians that are running and ruining the world. End the story. It hasn't changed since the beginning of the written word. Absolutely. And staying on the Middle East for a second, it looks like the, the princes in uh, Saudi Arabia is taking a little bit of heat as well. Well, the princes are, but that's because of the crown prince. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know how he became a crown prince, of course, don't you? It, it had to do with, a, there had to be a frog involved with this, right? Exactly. The princes <laughs> kissed the frog. You do know. <laughs> you, know and, you know your history. <laughs> it's a gang. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a Saudi gang protected by the United States. That's how they got the whole thing with the petrodollar. You know, here's the deal. We'll protect your gang and you make sure that OPEC sells all your oil in dollars. You know, as a payoff. So now this clown prince is destabilizing the entire area. And and again, you know, the prostitute media puts it out as though, well, he's doing it to get rid of corruption from these other princes. Oh, yeah. This is the the (laughs) crown prince. He's the guy that bought that half a billion dollar Da Vinci painting. He bought the uh, Louis XIV Chateau in France for about $400 million, and he bought a $500 million yacht. Yeah, he's really getting rid of corruption. <laughs> but we it's- won't talk about that because those are only facts, and he got the stupid little prostitutes that keep selling war. Right, right. Don't let, don't let facts get in front of a, a, a good story. And as you mentioned with the, the, the corruption, it just amazes me too in the media. You know, uh, uh, I, I forget what, what magazine it was, but something about how the Trump administration could be the most corrupt in history or something like that to that effect. And I looked at this and go, have, have these folks been asleep? Mr. Salente for quite a while <laughs> and not paid attention to anything what's going on. Now, what it is, again, you know, they're selling an agenda. Uh, for example, when the Iranian uh, protests began a few weeks ago, uh, they ran uh, major pictures in the, in the Wall Street Journal, the, the, this, uh, the Hill, you know, a, a quote, respected you know, news organization that reports on what's going on in Washington. And under the headline of protests in Iran, they showed a huge photo of, tens of thousands of people, but it was a pro-Iranian rally. But they made that appear as though it was a protest rally. It's pure propaganda. It's there for anybody to look at with their eyes. And that's all it is. You have a bunch of low-life people. You know, I, you know, again, you know, it's been going on since the written word, and it hasn't changed. It's just getting worse. Speaking about systems collapsing and losing control, the central banks uh, are shaking, well, not shaking in their boots, but uh, seeing a trend that you write about, the crypto mania. So they're very concerned. Wall Street is looking at this. Well, how do we how do we partake in this? Because it's taking a lot away from them. And banks as well have to be uh, pretty afraid looking at this. Uh, What do you see ahead in 2018 uh, in this evolving uh, space? We, we think there's going to be a crypto bust. Okay. And a lot of people are playing the, just playing it because the prices are going up. 
Right. Uh, but however, the future we see is, is long term. Go back to the dot com bust, 2000, March. What happened after it? The dot com business became a thousand times bigger. It got rid of all the riffraff. And that's what you're going to see happen here. You're going to see a lot of the little ones go. The big ones will stay. And what it is, is, for example, when you go to China, you're not paying for, with anything with cash or credit cards. It's your app, your WePay app. Right. And that's the whole world. You, you saw what happened in India back in November 8th, 2016, when Modi, the prime minister, called in 86% of the cash under the guise it was black market cash. You had to bring in all those old rupees into the bank, and we're going to issue new ones. Well, it wasn't black market at all. 99% of the rupees were returned, but they're going cashless. So what I'm saying is people don't have a connection to the coin of the realm. And they're going into cryptocurrencies as an alternative to the fiat currencies, of which governments keep printing trillions upon trillions of, backed by really nothing. So people are saying, why should I use theirs when I could go to this one that has a limit on how many will be printed and I could exchange them between us. We want to do business together. Here we go. So right. that's what we're saying. We see the future of this, but also people are just jumping into this and speculating. And now it's gone on to the futures exchanges is even more speculation. So you're going to start seeing a lot of naked shorts driving down the markets. There's going to be a lot of volatility, but after the bust, we see continuing, even to the point where we're issuing a cryptocurrency as well. And we're calling it Occupy Peace Coin, OPC. And this is a coin that you invest in, and we show that peace is profitable. Only stupid little people whose minds have been brainwashed and lack the courage to be a man or a woman keep repeating the same stupid, moronic phrase that they get shoved down their throat and spit it back out again that, ah, war is profitable. They keep repeating that same stupid, ignorant statement. Peace is profitable. When you have peace, your economy's boom. When your money's going into building infrastructure, building business, building beauty, it thrives. Nah, nah. Maybe you like those guys all dressed up in that thing with the, and they're walking down the street protecting you, huh? Yeah, maybe that's your trip. Maybe it's your trip to bomb innocent people and slaughter millions. If it's not, and pieces, we provide the alternative, Occupy Peace Coin, because this is the only peace movement with a clear agenda. Number one, close down all the bases overseas, bring home the troops, mind your own business. The military, I know, they love to get dressed up in their military drag with all their little buttons over there and medals, you know, for saluting and following orders. You guys haven't won a war since World War II, so take it easy, man. <laughs> Number three, 
Number two, we bring home all the troops and secure our borders. You don't want refugees coming in. You don't want migrants coming in. Secure the borders. Put the troops to work rebuilding the stinking, rotted third world infrastructure of the United States. And force Congress to vote to go to war, which they're supposed to do under the Constitution. And going back to the cryptocurrencies, what makes it work so well? Blockchain technology. We have blockchain democracy. That means we, the people, will vote online. Our votes are secure. And we'll tell our little low-life politicians, public servants, on what we want. You want to go into Syria? Let's have a vote. You want to go into Libya? Let's have a vote. Iraq, Afghanistan, let's have a vote. So that's what Occupy Peace Coin will buy. It will buy profitability. Peace is profitable. It'll make you rich in your wallet and in your heart. No, that's fantastic, and uh, I'm very excited about that when you when you shared that, and, and looking forward to that. And I agree with you in the in the crypto sp- space. And you've mentioned quite a number of trends there uh, that we're lo- uh, looking ahead for in uh, 2018. Um, I agree with you that the crypto space um, had its application where people were transacting and. You know, whether they're in Africa or the Middle East or wherever they were, um, not only did this give them access to financial markets, it's quite astounding that uh, according to numbers, and I'm sure this is conservative, but 2 billion people don't have access to banks or financial markets, which is, it, it open it up for folks in Africa and the Middle East, and they started using it uh, instead of holding these worthless uh, pieces of paper with uh, with criminals on it, right? Deceased <laughs> criminals. Yep. Um, and they started using this. And now, of course, just like the dot-com bubble, there's a lot of um, people flocking into this. We've seen exchanges shut down. I think some of this like Coinbase and Bittrex and, and some of these crypto exchanges, they're getting uh, between 100,000 and 200,000 new users and signups per day. So uh, there's definitely a lot of people now, the speculators are kind of rushing in uh, since um, we've had the smart money, the institutional money going to, uh, going to it as well. So uh, yeah, it's very, very frothy. And, and as you mentioned, what I see as well is uh, the internet didn't go away. <laughs> yeah. Amazon didn't go away. Google, by the way, is still sticking around. You're listening to Gerald Salente on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Gerald Salente on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and I'm back to our interview. So the technology is changing, and you mentioned blockchain democracy, which is also very exciting because if this is something that um, 
Uh, elections can be steered uh, towards with. We're not going to have a lot of recounts <laughs> and get a lot of stuff boxes found uh, in the back of uh, some some guy's truck, right? Yeah, and name the country. I mean, what are they? They can't count the votes in Honduras, you know. I mean, it's every country: <laughs> Kenya, South Africa. Name it. Name the country: United right. States. You know, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. And all they, they do this so the little slimers called politicians could stay in office. <laughs> Remember two words, public servant, capisce? And we will treat these little people like public servants rather than them having their attitude in telling us what to do. So block, the only thing holding back blockchain democracy is the courage of the people. That's the only thing standing in the way. When that changes, the whole world will change. Because and then the people say, "Oh, the people are too stupid to vote." Oh yeah, like these these other clowns aren't stupid. Who's your favorite freak in America? Little Paulie Ryan, Nancy out of her mind, Pelosi, Diane not so Feinstein, little Chucky Schumer. Vince, right. did you come out of the closet yet, Graham? Which is your favorite freak? It could be the biggest virtue signaler, too, which was my personal person of the year in 2017. It was great to figure, finally figure out that Nazism was bad uh, and all these other things. And we see it, especially from the left in the United States now with Oprah uh, newsjacking uh, uh, award shows. Uh, so there's still a lot going on there. So to your point, you know, name, <laughs> name the country uh, and name your freak. Um, yeah. Staying on the what's going on, obviously the the country was very very divided after the last election. Um, there, uh, it still is, and therein lies a huge opportunity uh, for a trend that you've recognized: the come together brand. Can you share more about that? Yes, you know, you go back to the seventies, and this nation was divided: the Vietnam War, Nixon, the whole thing going on, and Coca Cola came out with an ad. Bringing the nation together. Everybody was humming it. Everyone was singing it. You bring the people together. It's very easy to divide it. Whatever you're marketing, whatever you're selling, whatever product, whatever vision, whatever you want to do, use the come together brand. Bring the people together. They don't want to be divided. Again, the same people that are dividing the nation, whether it's in war or with uh, these, these so-called identity issues, they'll keep doing it. But then there's the other ones that don't want to do that, that want peace on earth, goodwill toward men and women. That's the one to tie into. You'll have a huge audience, bigger than the fragmented audiences of the ones that have identity politics. So what we recommend to our subscribers, businesses, all of them, yeah, you want to make some real money and build your brand in a solid way, come together. It worked with Coke. It'll work now. Absolutely. Very, very strong and very, very much, much needed. Uh, another interesting trend uh, that caught my eye was the brick and mortar bounce that you guys see in 2018. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yes. The reason malls are closing down, I wrote about this in my book. It was a best-selling book, Trends 2000, back in 1996. I called it the pall on the malls. 
I realized that the, all these malls were getting to look alike, all the same chain stores in them, and the chains just got bigger and bigger. They overbuilt, and it was all of the same. So you lost creativity. Again, when I was a kid growing up in New York, there was, you know, there was one down at Macy's in Harold Square, one up in Yonkers, and one out in Long Island. They had individuality. They had style. Then we're going to buy up everybody because I'm a greedy guy and I'm running the company. We're going to buy up everybody and grab it all. And all they came out was a corporate culture of crap that they sell. And the people are tired of it. And again, think of the term, a big box store. Isn't it lovely going into one of those places? Has all the grace of a self-storage unit. So the reason they're dying is because they kill themselves. Look, when you look at the data, I'm not making this up. What do you have? How much are people buying online of the total retail market sector? Depending on whose numbers you look at, between 10 and 13%. So how about filling the rest of it? Brick and mortar bounce back. You even saw it with the numbers in retail this past Christmas. And you're seeing even the ugly chains, their sales went up. So now you bring it to another one of our trends, organic growth cities, like where we are over here in Kingston, New York, Colonial Kingston, 90 miles north of New York City, major international airport, 40 minutes away from here, Stewart Airport, another one up there in Albany, an hour away. So what does that mean? This was a third Dutch settlement. It's beautiful here. The, the, the housing stock is second to none. It died when the Industrial Revolution died. We had supplying brick, Rosendale cement, the best cement in America, brickyards all over, bluestone as they're building America. Industrial age dies, the city goes down. Then IBM comes here. They're making their mainframe computers. IBM leaves, the city goes down. Now the city's bounced way back up because people can't afford to live in the metropolitan areas like Brooklyn. They want to get out of the congested areas like New York City, Brooklyn, and all the rest. And they want beauty that exists other than these ugly steel and glass pieces of crap that they build. So now you have, we own three of the buildings on the most historic four corners in America. Google it up. Most historic four corners in America, Kingston, New York. We own four of them, three, the 1774 Academy, the 1750 Franz Rogan House, and the 1763 Dr. Jensen House. The other one's a museum. So you have this structure here of beauty, and it's not only here, it's all over the United States. They're growing organically now. They're not dependent upon a resource. They're not dependent upon a business. It's dependent upon the individual goes back to brick and mortar, bounce back. You have all these little lovely shops, unique products, and that's what people are looking for. So there's a, there's a very positive trend in a lot of the Rust Belt cities, not only here in the United States, but worldwide, that went down because the business left or the resource wasn't needed, but they have the location and the beauty of the past, the authenticity that people are looking for. 
and especially with a lot of employment uh, being location independent, um, a lot of people can then choose to decide where they want to live. And I definitely see what you're seeing too. I uh, recently visited a friend in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and the same thing, beautiful little shops uh, popping up, great restaurants with really good yeah. meals, quality like it used to be. Yes. yes. So, so I can definitely see that. Another, another trend that we're looking at is, and a trend that I watch very, very closely, is the education because it's, uh, I mean, the current system is just absolutely, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to, that. that's an hour conversation right there, but there's very exciting things that you write about to interactive you uh, now studying and learning interactively uh, in the future. Can you share more about this trend? Again, this is a trend that I identified in Trends 2000 back in 1996. I coined that term, interactive view. The, the system we have now is an industrial age system. We were talking about cryptocurrencies. That's a new millennial or new and new millennium type of exchange. And it's the same thing. We're dealing with an antiquated system with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. You don't need the banking system. You don't need this, this, Industrial age education system, it's not working. If it was working, you think the countries would be in such bad problems that we have? The United States right. spends a lot of dough on education. It's not like the money's not going into it. Right. But, but it's useless in so many ways. So now with interactive view, it's not only learning online in universities, but K to 12. And we'll take it, keep going further with it as we advance into the 21st century. Virtual reality. Virtual reality education. I'm in the classroom, but I'm not with some teacher that passed the test and, and is a dumb person and only reading by the book. I'm going to be taught to fill the spaces of who I am to bring those to higher levels, the interests, concerns, and knowledge base that I have that can be built Rather than you have to learn chemistry, algebra, geometry, blah, blah, a general education. Yeah, general nothing, man. I, why, why are you teaching everybody the same? Not everybody's the same. So the process is already working in India. That's the model to follow. And it's going to be fought like blockchain democracy by all these teachers and all these overpaid superintendents of the schools yep. that want to keep their jobs. So that's going to be where the fight's going to be. But they're going to lose, just like we don't have an Iceman anymore, you don't have horse and buggies anymore, and pretty soon you're going to lose the old industrial age education system. The new world, the kids... They're addicted to the handhelds, to right. the digital world, and they're not going to leave it. They love it. So that's what they love. Give it to them. Absolutely. And just like any uh, T-Rex, there's going to be a lot of people stepped on and the tail's going to be swinging and a lot of angry, uh, angry sounds made by this big T-Rex in education as well. As you mentioned uh, in one of the other trends, the crypto trends, that's definitely happening to banks because uh, the their model not only is very archaic, but also very predatory and a new system developed outside of it. Uh, another trend that really caught my eye that was very interesting was the driverless car cliff, the electric car fantasy. 
so electric cars are, 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 are gone in the future? Well, they, not, unless they come up with a new technology. Yeah. Lithium batteries and, 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 and the other technologies are not, they're not working. They, 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 they don't give you enough uh, uh, mileage. They're very expensive. It's an 1800 technology. So until there's a new technology, look at the numbers. 90 million cars and trucks are going to be produced next year worldwide. You're lucky to have, you got 2 million electric cars on the road. They're not going, they're tiny. And, and, but the buzz is big. And that's one of the things you'll learn in trend forecasting. Don't buy the buzz. Same thing with the driverless cars. Again, right. 90 million cars every year on the road. Yeah, go on any freeway. Go anywhere. You're going to sit there like this. And people are trying to go everywhere to get in a hurry. I mean, right. this isn't going to happen, man. Hey, listen, they just spent several billion dollars in recalls last year because hoods are popping open. You can't unlock the door. The ignition switch sticks. Your accelerator pedal. Airbags exploding. And you're going to give me a driverless car? Save it, man. Ain't going to happen for a very long time. There'll be driverless from point A to point B. Bus routes, like when you go to an airport kind of thing. And But the same thing you do with bus routes as it expands. But we don't, and, and maybe some truck routes in the future. But nowhere near where they're saying uh, it's going to go now. Very, very interesting. Mr. Salente, where can uh, my listeners and viewers out there uh, learn more about you and where can they uh, subscribe to the Trends Journal? Trendsresearch.com, trendsresearch.com. And by the way, if you go to the site, hit Trend Updates, and you'll see our top trends for 2018. And of course, you could subscribe to the Trends Journal and you get a Trends Monthly, a Trends Weekly, and broadcasts during the week of Trends in the News, the only place where you read history before it happens. Absolutely. Mr. Salente, thank you so much for coming on the show again and sharing the top trends of 2018 with my listeners and my viewers out there. As always, a blast to connect with you and uh, have an amazing 2018, sir. Thank you, and, and so too with everyone else. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining my guest, Gerald Salente, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good Newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 442. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to create passive income and become financially free. In just over three years, they've created a lease option empire with over 170 properties. They can show you how to do the same. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. You can also check them out on YouTube. Just search Join Ops Properties or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. 
That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.